0: April 4th, 2022 we're in Matzechet Sanhedrin and of Samech yeah. Amud Aleph and were five lines from the top. Five lines from the top, just three words onto the line. Taneh Rabbi and very briefly because it'll come up in in the midst of the conversation. What the Gemara had and will be for a bit more in the midst of discussing is the Mahlok between Abaye and Rava. Abaye and Rava disagreed about Ha'oved Me'ahava V'iraf. A person was. Worshipping Avodah Zarah not because they had that will, inspiration, or desire to worship Avodah Zarah, but rather because of fear, or awe, and love of an individual who has suggested, or forced, or told them to do so. In such a circumstance, Abaye says Hayav. In that situation, Ravah says Patur. That was the Mahlok, and that's what the Gemara had tested out each of their opinions, bringing proofs and in turn disproofs for each of those two opinions, Abaye and Ravah. Now the Gemara seemingly, uh, as a side note, uh, brings up an issue that's related to Abu but not specifically to this matter. It'll be in the midst of the conversation, toward the end of it, that Ravah's opinion is, is brought to the force. Anyway, it says the Gemara here, Rabbi Zakai kameh dirbiyo hanan. So, Zakai taught the following Biraita in front of, kameh means in front of, if the circumstance is such that a person, working backwards from those words, means something that disappears. So it disappeared from the person's mind, the prohibition of for argument's sake. Now, in that circumstance, a person goes ahead, and unknowingly, uh, in other words, unknowingly that it's against the Torah, is mizabeach, he slaughters, kiter, he burns, he smokes, nisech, he libates, he does zirikat adam, he sh'tahava, he bows to avodah Now in such a circumstance, certainly there should be a korban hatat, Certainly, when a person does a sin bishkaga, bishogeg in that situation, accidentally, they bring a korban hatat. What about when they did several activities, all bishogeg, zibah on its own would have been a korban hatat. Kiter on its own korban hatat, and so forth. What about if you did all of these actions at once? Eino hayav ila ahad, the statement of Rabbi Zakai from this Beraita in front of Yohanan is one liability. There's one. Uh, the disappearance from mind. There's one general I didn't realize, I'm just not allowed to do Avodah all of these actions are prohibited. I'm not hayav a separate korban for each of those actions, for the zibeh, for the kiter, for the niseach, I'm rather just one korban. It's a big financial saving circumstance, but halakhically speaking, that's his claim. Amar le responds. Rabbi to Rabbi zakai, you say there's only one korban for all those actions, Pok means go out, Tane, teach that beraita, Libra outside. In other words, take that out of here. That's a language you find in the Gemara from time to time. When one is unhappy with the others, that's, that's not for our Midrash. That's not an appropriate halacha. He thinks there's a problem with it. Now, he doesn't explain himself per se. The Gemara will explain why it might be a problem, problematic statement. But again, uh, dangerous words for our Midrash. That's not the way we go. Take that and go with that? He's repeating a beraita, and I have to understand this. It's a time and age far and distant from you and me. It's during the time and age during which we were uncertain whether beraitot were verified beraitot or not. Uh, So you're dealing with the construction still, the formalization of Torah Shalaita. So I don't know if this beraita was one that's accepted. Maybe there's a mistake in the tradition on this one, and that's what uh, is going on. Yeah with anybody. Okay so that's what we're going to deal with right now, now So that's exactly it, so Jeffrey says what's the general halacha, you're only quoting me from Abu Zarah, how would you generalize this, <coughs> so Shabbat is an easy one, <coughs> because on Shabbat of course there are 39 melachot what's the halakha if a person does, 15 of them he doesn't realize it's Shabbat for argument's sake what's the halakha in such a circumstance whatever the halakha is over there says Jeffrey, we'd imagine it's going to be parallel to over here, it's exactly the no, the <coughs> <coughs> I hear you, right, listen, we know the <coughs> Mahloket over there, but it's, it or, or it would be the beginning of a conversation, you know, which it is, says the Gemara, amar says Rabbi Abba, had Amar Zakai that statement of Rabbi Zakai from just a moment ago, what was the statement of Rabbi Zakai? It's all, several actions, accidental, one accidental, only one korban, that statement it's truthfully, it's it's dependent upon, it's hinging upon a uh, dispute elsewhere. Uh, so he had a statement, what's the halakha? Just one korban. Truth is, says Rabbi Abba, it's a mahlok between Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Natan in the context of, would you know it, as the Beraita teaches. And we began, we talked about this outside of the Gemara on Friday, but let's we'll first say it outside and then inside again, the Torah. And Parashat Yitro and Shemot Perikaf has the following halacha that kol melacha lo taase. You're not allowed to do any melacha on Shabbat. and so forth. None of your family members are allowed to do melacha. Kol melacha. Kol melacha is inclusive. It would appear, so to speak, if I mentioned those words, I say, don't do any melacha on Shabbat. What's incorporated in melechah? Just listen to my statement, don't do any melechah. All right, you listen to that statement, you walk out of the Midrash, and someone asks you a theoretical. What if you did five melechot behe'ilem echad? You'd say, well, the rabbi, the pasuk, better yet, in the Torah says, don't do melechah, it's one violation. So it's a lot of accidentals, but it all gets incorporated under one heading, and that is melechah, kol melechah. You can imagine just from that pasuk, it's easy to determine what the halakha is in the context of Shabbat. It would be different, sim- similar to Avodah Zaram, based on what we're understanding. Don't worship. One statement. The problem, or what makes things more complicated, is that 15 <laughs> chapters later, in Shemot Perek the beginning of Parashat Vayakel, Moshe commands, instructs the people in the Halachav Shabbat. And then he says, He specifies, he takes out of the mix one of the Melachot. What's that? Burning. Why did you separate it? You told me, Kol Malacha. I incorporated, based on tradition, based on my understanding, 39 wrongful actions. 15 chapters later, you say, by the way, don't do this one. Well, what's, what's different about this one? So I have one of two options over here. Either this one, there's something particular about this one. And in the Torah, Kadosh Baruch Hu takes this one out to say, this has a different status. That's what we call Havara le yasat. We'll discuss that in a second. Alternatively, the reason the Torah picked this one, Havara, you started with Kom elacha, is to teach something about all 39. As if I'm talking about this class and then I say, and I just take out one guy and I talk about one guy to someone else for one of two reasons. And I says, why are you talking about that guy? Either he says, oh, that guy. And like, I walk up to the fellow in the street and say, you want to know what type of class I have in the mornings? Just look at that guy across the street. You see him? The guy knows all of Haram Bama and Shohan Aruch and so forth. Now I'm saying it for one of two reasons. Either to say that's just one example of everyone in the class. Alternatively, I'm saying he's different than everyone else in the class. That's the question over here. So the Gema over here, there's a machloke between the Bi'oseh and the Binat'an about that point. You started with Kol Melachah, the whole class, then you took out one Havara. For what reason? Tanya, as the Beraita uh, teaches us, Havara le'lav biose. On the one hand, the Biyose's opinion is Havara, burning on Shabbat, is different than the other 38 Melachot. It's more light in its penalty. It's only lelav yasat. Its 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 penalty is one of misvat lo Whereas the thirty eight others are sekila, be mezid, karet, beshogeg, with the korban hatat. When it comes to havara, lelav yasat lashes. Why? We could discuss separately, but that's what he says empirically in the Torah. He says the Torah doesn't say you get put to death. It says, I'm pointing to that guy across the street to say he's different than the rest of the class. According to this approach, it doesn't teach us about anything, seems yet to do with our issue. The next opinion makes everything clear for us. And it says, says the next opinion, Binatan, the reason Havara is separated as a paradigm of sorts, as an example, is to teach a law about all of Hilchot Shabbat, all 39 of those, and that's lehalek Halek means portion, it's to separate, which means to say for our issue. Our issue is the person doesn't realize it's Shabbat. He did 39 melachot. What's the halakha? How many korbans? yasat. The Torah is saying don't look at it as just called melacha. Understand, each one of these melachot has its own separate status and as a result 39 korbanot. Well, as a result, says the Gemara, for our purposes, says the Gemara, and for our purposes, that claim that you had Rabbi Zakai. Remember, we started the class today. If it comes to Abu D'azara, and a person does this, the so Hishtahava and so forth, and so forth. How many Korbanots? Well, like Jeffrey said, we should make this similar to Ilchot Shabbat. Well, if in Hilchot Shabbat, I look at Havara and I say, no, it's just separated and distinguished to tell you something about itself. But generally speaking, all the melachot are together, so to, it would be over here, one korban. Rabbi Zaka, you have a claim. According to the second opinion, that of Rabbi Natan that we had in the Beraita, well, it would be different. The chaleki the reason it comes out and separated is to distinguish. What do we have by Abu Azarada? That might be a question. They mentioned three or four. Three or four. The gentleman mentioned those which one. I got it. Well, hang on one second for, for that. I think, I think I'm think i going to answer it with the following. If you if you recall, when we have by Shabbat, we have kol melacha. And then we have one coming out. And now the question is, why did it come out? In Abu zarah, we have the exact same thing. General. And then one specific one, mm-hmm. what's the reason why is the Torah separated? Is it, so to speak, to tell you that, not that you don't get put to death, but that there's no korban maybe, or there's no karet as Rashi explains. Or alternatively, is it that's the question over right? here. In other words, ultimately speaking, we suggest, the Gemara does, that maybe this mahl, this statement, which was quite clear from Rabbi Zakai, unequivocally says, Says Rabbi Abba, not really. It's really a machlok between Rabbi Yoseh and Rabbi Natan. And Rabbi Yoseh would certainly uh, disagree with you because Rabbi Yoseh's opinion is, Lelav yasat. just parenthetically for a moment, I'll ask you just a question in general. I get the idea. I understand that by Shabbat, either Havara is Lelav yasat, or the yasat, And if the second one, the yasat, so then why Havara of all the Melachot? If it's just coming to teach me something general about the melachot, so why'd you choose that one? I mean, it might be a silly question, but for example, I'm in the middle of the conversation with this guy, and I'm telling him about my class, and I point across the street, why'd I point at that guy? If I'm saying the same thing about everyone else, you'd say it's the most convenient, he's right across the street. Or is there something particular about that guy? Maybe he's related, maybe the person knows his background, as a result, he'll understand something more. So I've I've long believed that by Hav'ara, the reason the Torah specifies it is because it's the greatest example of what Melacha is all about. Hav'ara on Shabbat, to burn, to bring forth, to kindle a fire, is in the eyes of the Torah, in the eyes of the Chachamim, certainly continuing it, it's a creative act which means to say the Gemara Masech in Pesachim and Dath describes the first creation, ironically, of human beings was to bring forth fire. And was bringing forth fire is a capacity that we have to create. We use fire in, the, in, in combustion processes. To create, we use fire to make food. We use fire to warm ourselves. Fire is a production that we were given as a creative capacity of human beings, which describes what's forbidden on Shabbat. On Shabbat, we take a step back from our creation throughout the week, and we just observe, and we just take in, and we just understand. So it's nothing other than, it's the greatest example. So yes, what's the halakha we derive from it? One or two, either lelav or l'chaleq, but why hav'ara? Perhaps for that reason. Well, says the Gemara onward, lemande amar hav'ara yasa yase'ah, if you're to tell me, like that first opinion, uh, excuse me, the second opinion, that of Rabbi Nathan, that Havara is that Havara, the reason the Torah says, it takes one out of the 39, is to tell you that there's a lava, Hava'ah, I would tell you that when it comes to Avodazara as well, one liability, generally speaking, and why is Hava'ah not bowing, separated from don't worship? For nothing other than teaching me. <laughs> a law about the bowing. What's the law about the bowing? That the law about the bowing that in Abu is less severe than the other laws. In what way? It's not that you don't get put to death, as Rashi points out. Explicit in the Torah, you get sekilah even for Hishta HaBa'ah. Explains, Rashi? It's to tell you that it's diminished in its status. It means that there wouldn't be necessarily a Korban Hatat and there wouldn't be a Karet if it wasn't done in the regular, purposeful uh, context if alternatively you tell me, and here's the problematic opinion, that of Rabbi Yoseh, if you tell me that remember that pasuk, the one that came out, is to tell you that we separate and we say each of these actions has a distinct property and in turn there's a korban, it's also for the same reason, which means to say that you're Clean and across-the-board statement of zakai is anything but simple. Your statement was again. We began the whole class with taner zakai kamed bi-ohanan. If a person did any of these four or five activities in Abu Dazara, only one korban. Who said? If I'm to parallel it to Shabbat, and why shouldn't I? Then it's a machloket. And according to the B.O.C., there's a separate korban for each of those. That's what we call le-halek Says the Gemara, well, it's not even that simple. I'll tell you. Well, says the Gemara, Matkifla Rav Yosef Dilma Adkan Hatam Hiluk Melachot Mehena. The truth is that I would argue. Uh, who's who's arguing? Say, Rav Yosef is now arguing with Rabbi Abba. It makes it even more difficult than we thought it was going to be. You see, what happened was we began the Gemara with Rabbi Zakai. Rabbi Zakai said one korban. Rabbi Abbas is really dependent upon two opinions. Now it says, Rav Yosef, the truth is, according to both of those opinions, if it comes to Avodah Zarah, if it comes to Avodah Zarah, I'm not certain that they would disagree. Well, what do you mean you're not certain they would disagree? I think that by Avodah Zarah, everybody would agree that you have a separate korban for each one of those wrongful actions. Why would I distinguish? When it comes to Shabbat, you told me, one came out of the general, I have an individual from the collective, uh, I'll tell you what it's different, either for this or for that. How come by Avodah it would be different? How come by Abu everyone would agree, it's coming out, to tell you I have a separate Korban for each one? Why would you say such a thing? Well, it goes like this, when it comes to Shabbat, everyone agrees. This comes back to Jeffrey's question, everybody agrees that there's a separate korban for each one of the actions. What are you talking about? You told me it's and Biyose and Not so. Rabbi and binatan disagree about why it says What's that teaching me? But in principle, the law by Shabbat, maybe derived from elsewhere as we'll see in a moment, Everybody agrees, a separate, a separate Korban, 39, if he did all 39 in one day or in one heilin, which means to say that only by Shabbat where I already have another source which teaches us that we know the law across the board. Everyone agrees to this law, that lehalek yasad. So now I have an opinion who jumps in and says, maybe it's lelav maybe is teaching me something different because I know this law already, by zara. where I don't have another source which teaches me lehalek yasad. So that as a result, everybody's going to agree, why is the bowing, separated from the collective, of them to tell me lehalek yasad. Everybody should agree there's a separate korban for each. That's the question over here. Now, in order to get to that question, we have to derive, we have to get that other source. What is that other source? So that's going to take, I don't know, five, six, seven months in order to get that other source. But that's what's happening over here. Again, one last time in terms of structure, we're about to present the other source by Shabbat in which it's clear there's no dispute that there's a separate korban for each of those melachot. That being the case, Shabbat is different. By Shabbat, I'll have a mahloket. I'll have a dispute. Why Havara is mentioned? By Avodah Zara, where I don't have that other source, everybody's going to agree that Hishta'ava Alechaleki Asa, which means Rabbi Zakai is just plain wrong. Says the Gemara again. Maybe Dilma, Dilma, on the last narrow line, Adkan loka'amar, ka Amar Rabbi Hatam. Maybe Rabbi specifically and only by Shabbat says Hava Ara LeLavi that the burning, which is mentioned in Shemot Perik Lamidhe, is only to teach me that there's a law, not a death penalty. In Afkale, he learns hiluk melachot. We know what those words mean now. The separation of actions that are forbidden. Instead of them all being one separations from elsewhere. What's the elsewhere? From the following words. Me'ahat those quotation marks around those words. Now what's Me'ahat It's a pasuk the beginning of Sefer? The Beraita elsewhere teaches Quotes the following pasuk. Ve'asa. The pasuk is in the context of a korban hatat. The specific and particular context is a little bit difficult to ask. But the Gemara is assuming that it's a general law by the korban hatat of Shabbat. So the pasuk says, if a person makes a mistake, and he does, if a person accidentally sins, Mikol mitzvot Adonai, from any of the mandates of God, any of the mitzvot, ashe lo okay, which should not be done, ve'asa, and he or she does, me'ahat mehenna, from one, from these. There's some extra words and some extra letters over there that baraita understands. A lot of them. First and foremost, it could have said, the person wrong for those, I am and he does one. Halas, what's one of these? Or it says, and he does from these. What's from one, from these? That's that's the question. Furthermore, it could have said, and he does one. What's from one? Furthermore, it could have said, he does one of these. What's from these? Mehenna. So we have several issues over here with just the simple reading of the text. A lot of grammatical issues. What's me'ahat the extra mem? What's mehena the extra mem from? And secondly, or thirdly, why do I need both of those words? One from these, just say one, or just say from these. That's what we're about to make dirashot about each of these words. Sometimes, and he'll explain as he goes along. Shehayav ahat al kulan. There are times. And he'll, he'll make clear he's talking about Shabbat that you'll be hayav only one korban for many activities. I did five, ten, thirty-nine melachot on Shabbat. Only one korban. Pe'amim. Other times in the same system that we have, she hayav achat achat, you'll be hayav a separate korban for each of them. Interesting. So it means it's it's it gets even more complicated than we had. It depends on the circumstance. Uh, I'll I'll tell you before we even read it inside. It depends on what was the mistake. Is the mistake I didn't realize it was Shabbat. And as a result, I did all these actions, or I knew it was Shabbat, but I didn't know all these actions are forbidden. That's what we'll see the, the differences. Again, but for our purposes, before we even read onward, we see now that the concept of having a separate korban for each of those actions is learned from an altogether different pasuk. If it's from altogether different pasuk, that's why over there I have one opinion who says, but when it comes to Abu Zarah, it's going to be altogether different. We really could suffice with this, but we're going to get in detail on this. Explaining that statement of after all the Pasuk says, Ve'asa, me'ahat, me'henna. And here's how he reads the Pasuk. Ahat, me'ahat. On the one hand, the Pasuk doesn't just say ahat, it says, me'ahat, from one. Hena doesn't just say these, it says, me'henna, from these. Furthermore, it says, ah me'ahat, me'henna. Both words are unnecessary. Ahachi hena. Sometimes you can have one action. Or, or, or one wrongful uh, uh, circumstance that brings forth henna, many korbanot. Vehenna, and sometimes you'll have several wrongful contexts. Shehi achat, which brings one korban. All right, here's what we're up against. What does it mean? What are we deriving from each of these? I told you we're going to learn a different law from each of these extraneous mentions in the Pasuk. Mehenna, me First one, ahat. Pasuk says, "Ahat, You did wrongful ahat on Shabbat." But it doesn't just say "ahat." What would it have meant? To, what would it have meant to say for us in the context of Shabbat? pasuk says, "And he does one, one what? One mistake." I will we'll give you an example. Says so the beraita, "He writes Shimon." That's asur. One of the third nine melachot on Shabbat is to write a full name or a full word. He writes Shimon, hatat. Why are you writing Shimon? It's your name, Simon. So I'm like, whatever. You write Shimon there. Now, uh, what would it mean then, me'ahat? It means that I didn't write the full name, because it's from one, I wrote part of the name, and I'm gonna be liable nonetheless. What would that be? Shem Mishimon. I wrote shin mem, which constitutes a name in and it of itself, and then I, I had in mind to write the whole name, shim'on. Do I bring korban hatat for that? I'm in the middle, I t- t- say, all right, you know, Simon, I'm gonna write you a letter. Shin, Mem, and then I realize it's Shabbat. So I stop after the Shin and Mem. Now I had in mind to write a full word. Come on, I didn't do the whole thing I wanted to do, but I did write a full word. There's actually a name. Shem was the son of Noah. In such a circumstance, your Hayava Korban. What about other sorts of names? Rashi points out, the Gemara and Shabbat points out. What about the name Daniel? You wrote Dalet. Nun, Uli, it's my brother's name and I realize it's Shabbat, so I stopped But I wrote Dan, Hayav Hayav Koban, Me'ahad What about if I wrote, wanted to write One of the Nisim? Gadiel, Gimal Dalet, and then I realized That the Gimal Dalet constitutes a name In such a circumstance, Hayav What about alternatively, says Rashi From the Gemara, I want to write Naftali uh, Do we know anyone named Naftali? I know some, but no one in the community, right? You want to write Naftali, Nun Fe, and you stop that doesn't constitute a name. Now, it's true on Shabbat you need only shete, otio, two letters in order to be liable, but it doesn't constitute a name. And in my mind, was to write a full name, Nephtali, and not Hayava Korban. So, again, so what, what we derive has nothing to do with our purposes, but it's important. What's a that? Or a word. Well, we're giving examples from names. <laughs> Even further, but two letters in and of itself is sufficient, <laughs> you know. What about initials and you were writing it as initials on Shabbat? If you're writing it as initials on Shabbat, okay. But over here my mindset. You were going to write J G. Okay, that's a chalas, you're hayat. You're hayat for that. I'm saying I wanted to write Jeffrey. That's my mindset, that already boxes out. Uh, and I only wrote J-E, right? you not know, Hayab. Uh, not so fast, but you know, Mahlok in the Gemara, Masech at But my name is easier, my, I, I could have added mine, Av. Ah, right? If it's Abraham, Aleph Beit is in and of itself. For you, you're, you're all right. Uh, what's your Hebrew name? Joshua, uh, you're in trouble also. You're in trouble for several reasons, you just wrote Yod and then the Hay, right? Anyway, so that's Me'ahat, all right, so next. Uh, uh, well you're not a davashe no mitkaven over here. It's davar <speaking> mit Kavin. You just you just shogeg, right? Anyway, it so says the Gemara, okay. Shimon that's Shimon Me'ahat Shem from Shim'on. Okay. Henna But then the Pasuk says a hat me'ahat so, of course, we're going to try to derive something from that as well. So we learned from the word Hena, Avot. Of course, on Shabbat, there are 39 Father Melachot. We call those Avot Melachot. Those are the primary Melachot. Zeriya, Harisha, Dish'an, and so forth. A, those are all the prim, now derivatives of all those they are, are bountiful. There are many what we call Toladot. What's the difference between the two? Not that much. I mean, there are t- very nuanced differences. When it comes down to it, you have the same liabilities, generally speaking, whether it's an av or There's a few nuanced differences, but generally speaking. But, you have something in the Torah that points to that. Maybe there's only 39 forbidden melachot. And if I don't go into my field and start seeding it, I'm not hayav melechet Don't give me derivatives of it. If I don't actually plow it, I'm not hayav melechet harih, Keep in mind, what we deal with today, generally speaking, are a lot of derivatives, what we call toledot, because we're not actually doing the primary act, we're not even doing something that very very directly is similar to it. Do we have a source? That's right, we have over here, henna avot, mehenna, again, from these, Toledot, that will teach me. There's a liability as well for toledot. Okay, so that really none of that has bearing on our conversation. Here's what the bearing on our conversation is. It the the point is the pasuk doesn't need to say me ahat I say if a person does any of these wrong, any of the uh, goes against any of the mitzvot, and he does one, what's one of these, or he does of these. What's one of these, says the Gemara, one of these, or from, one of, from these, is problematic and teaches us laws. Sometimes you'll have, quote, one wrongful context, and it'll bring many, melach, many uh, korbanot. How so? Zadon Shabbat. I knew it was Shabbat, but shegegot melachot. I didn't realize I'm not allowed to do all these actions. Uh, I'm on it. I know Shabbat, I know about Sabbath, but I don't realize that I'm not supposed to do these things. How many korbanot? What's that? That's a he'ilin, e'had. However, it's not a classic he'ilin, ha'alama. The classic ha'alama is I don't realize it's Shabbat. Over here, I know it's Shabbat, but I don't know the melachot. Hayava who told you? The pasuk told me. Me ahat This is the most critical line. You see, we're deriving from a different pasuk in the context of Vilchot Shabbat you have separate korbanot for separate actions. But sometimes you have henna henashi ahat. This is more of the classic example, Jesse. I'll sometimes I'll have um, I'll, I'll have uh, what's it called henna, uh, context is uh, many actions, many things, but only one liability. What's that? Shigigat Shabbat is Adon Melachot. I forgot it was Shabbat, but I know I'm not supposed to be doing those things. One korban for all of those things. We conclude the question over here. All right, that was the long mention of this source over here. It says the Gemara, but over here, by where we don't have this concept of separating the actions by achariti from a different place. We only have one word to teach us that. What's that? Don't bow. Over here, everybody would agree, both Rabbi and Rabbi Natan, that the context of the Torah, by saying, is teaching me that each of those actions gets its own korban which effectively for our purposes in the Gemara traces us back to our first mention Rabbi Zakai. and we look at Rabbi Zakai and we say your statement is doubly problematic number one you accepted it as if everyone would agree with you that when it comes to Avodah Zara you know first and foremost let's parallel it to Shabbat where it appeared initially at the very least it's a Dispute. Secondly, even by Shabbat, everybody agrees. They only dispute what to do with that Pasuk of Lotiva Aru'esh. But in principle, they have Me'achat Over here, we don't have Me'achat You not have where you don't know that you came to uh-huh. So this, is, this, is, this will be the next conversation here in the Gemara. We have five minutes to do it. We won't get through it, but I'm going to tease it out with you right now. What does it mean you didn't know that you can't do Avodah Zarah? So then what is the Shogig at all? In other words, by Shabbat I could say, I knew it was Shabbat. I didn't realize these are forbidden actions. Or I say, I didn't realize these were forbidden actions, but I knew it was Shabbat. So by Avodazara, you'll be able to pull the following. You'll be able to say, "I knew it was avodaz, I knew Abu is forbidden, but I didn't know these actions are forbidden." Can you have the flip? Can you say, "I knew these actions are forbidden, but I didn't realize this avodas zara"? That doesn't sound like anything. The only thing we can come up with, and now we're not going to get to it today. The only thing we could come up with possibly is. I didn't realize this form of Abu Azarah was forbidden. What form of Abu Dazara? would a person make a mistake and not know is forbidden? Oh, you know which one it is? That's what brings us full full circle back to our initial question. Maybe that's the case by Abu we'll Give the Gemara, well, a day, I guess, to, to, to develop it. Anyway, so... Nameh says the Gemara in, uh, in, in, uh, in response, Tefukle me'ahat mehenna. And this is really what Nathan was asking in different words. Says the Gemara, well, maybe we could, by Abu Dazara as well, find another pasuk, that same one, me'ahat mehenna. To derive from it as well, Luke melachot. But let me remind you what this will amount to. It won't really solve anything in the scheme of things. It will just knock out Rabbi Zakai even more. Well, Rabbi Zakai is being chopped and then chopped and chopped. Ultimately speaking, what we're going to end with in this conversation is if you pull this off somehow, it means that by Avodah as well, everybody agrees. Separate korban for every single action. So. The assumption is everybody learns me'ahat mehena in the same way. You're asking, what does Rabi Natan time that's uh, a, a very, very important question. Say, uh, give me a few, you know, give, give me a day or two to, to get to that. No, what I'm saying is, it, you're right. That is the the begging, the question that begs itself, which the Gemara doesn't address because it's not on our track, but it's directly related. Anyway, but but uh, you know, when I finish, I'll I'll go back to it. And it says the Gemara How so? Ahat me ahat Siman We'll just begin this. How he'd pull this off. Keep in mind what we do on Shabbat. We said Ahat. And me'ahat. We said that first word, and we derived two laws. Remember the laws we learned from it? Ahat was shim'on, that we know, and me'ahat was shem. How are you going to do a parallel by Avodazara? zarah? Ahat means a slaughter, a full-fledged slaughter. Full-fledged slaughter in halacha means you cut the two simanim. What are the two simanim? We call that kane and veshit. It's the uh, the trachea and the esophagus, both the food pipe and the wind pipe. Both need to be cut. And regular is a regular slaughter, that's what you cut. What if in Avodazara you only cut one of them? Me ahat. If you just slaughtered one of them, if you just did a partial slaughtering, you have uh, you have an avodah as well. So that's already that. Again, it's similar to an hour where he'll call Shabbat Shem from Shimon. You might ask, but Shem is a name. Slaughtering one siman is not a slaughter. Rashi points out there's one circumstance with the uh, with the hatat, a specific circumstance where just slaughtering one siman is sufficient. So we can learn that over here. So again, hat zeviha means two simanim, both the trachea and the esophagus. Me ahat, simane had you only cut either the kane or the veshet. Henna, what about that idea of henna? Remember in Hilchot Shabbat we said Hena was the Avot, Mehena was the Toledot, Hena Avot. And as a result, Mehena would be the Toledot. What are the Avot? On Shabbat I told you it's the 39 Melachot. What are the Avot? You have father uh, activities in uh, Abu Dazara? Absolutely. Zibu Achvikitur, Vinisuch Vishtah Hava'ah. It's the classic activities that we know of. What we did service to Akadosh Hu. You did it for the Abu Dazara, or the explicit ones in the Torah. Mehenah. What's mehenah? The Toledot. What's a Toledah by Abu Shavar Makel Lefanea. Explains Rashi based on the Gemara Avodah Zarah. If you take if if the if the worship of this Avodah Zarah is with sticks, and instead of using the stick to worship, you broke the stick, toleda, and your are hayah for that as well. Okay, what we're up to over here is, and we're going to pause over here is in this beraita we're bringing by Avodah as well I can read the same pasuk which is talking about a general statement of wrongful activity bishogeg accidentally and derive that by Avodah as well everyone should agree Lechaleik yasat. if everyone agrees Le Halek Yaasat by Avodazara as well well then really that statement of Rabbi Zakai the counterclaim of Rabbi Abba are off and as a result we should everyone agree that by Avodah Zarah Hayav al Ahad Ve Ahad Baruch Adem al Olam Amen Amen.